It can't be that time of the week again. It is. It's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jodie Rainsford and David Hellard. Jody's actually in quite a racist uh, impression there. If you'd have seen him on the video, I'm I'm appalled. I'm appalled. I'm <laughs> I was um I was doing my best impression of uh, I can't remember the name of the the main monkey from uh, Planet of the Apes. Caesar. Caesar. Isn't it's it? Name's Caesar. Yeah, oh, it's good, nuts. isn't it? I don't think I've ever watched it. What? No, uh, I know the ending. Planet of the Apes. It's Earth all along, isn't that the ending? No. Shh. Oh. <laughs> and he turned out to be a ghost. <laughs> oh no! Let's just give away the endings of all, all major films while we're here. And he was the bad guy all along. Which one's that? Which one's that? Uh, that's um, Usual Suspects. Oh no! Oh yeah, it is as well. <laughs> I, I was thinking of Memento. Uh, oh, do you know what? I've not. I, Memento was on the other night, and I thought of watching it. Have you ever seen it? No, I have seen it. Oh yeah, and I've also seen on the special edition DVD, you can get um, an edit that puts it all in chronological order. Ah, what's it like? Uh, It's not as good. Yeah, it's probably fairly yeah fairly done. In fact, yeah, well, I think yeah, it was. Can you get a program that does the reverse for other movies? What just mixes it up? (laughs) Yes, it's really confusing. (laughs) That would be amazing. That's a Pulp Fiction where it's already pretty messed up. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it when they chop and change with uh, chronology. A little bit like we're doing with this podcast, in many ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we've we're we're confused to be honest. If we <laughs> go to a mental institution, <laughs> it's because we've been trying to figure out when we're meant to be, what we're meant to have done last week, even though it's several months behind. But then we've talked about something else in the future because it's made sense with Christmas or. Oh. Anyway, how how are you doing? See, uh, see the segue there was that genius. That was that was a brilliant segue, absolutely brilliant segue. I've been fine. I've been in America, of course. Um, ah, for, how come? For a week or so. Um, it's all purely work related. So, oh, um, okay. so yeah. So in the, in these wintry times, going to San Diego with its thirty degree heat and sunshine has been it's been difficult very difficult indeed but i've I actually managed to do some running in that heat as well which is you know which is kind a bit of a shock to my body so you were you on a treadmill or did you actually venture no, I out went, i actually went outside is san diego by a beach it's on it's well it's a, a naval base there so it has it doesn't have a beach as such it does have a beach but you've got to go on an island for a beach but it has a like a a harbor okay good running so it's-, it's good running around there yeah, I mean, I, I think it's not anything. trail, but yeah. And did you run with anyone? Did you find a club? Did you join the hash? Did you can follow anyone along? Have a chat? No, no. When you no. you go out running at a certain time, the only people you're sharing the streets with are um, homeless people. San Diego has a huge amount of homeless people, and they don't look after like they're mentally ill there or anything. So they basically they're out on the streets. And so you've got people like shouting at you and spitting at you, not throwing milkshakes. Fortunately, I don't, I don't, I didn't have that. But um, but yeah, different. Yeah, I, I went out quite early because I was go. I had a conference, so I'd go out at like half six, seven o'clock. And would they cheer you on? Would they get to know you and look forward to you coming back the next day? And uh, well, I never went the same route because I thought they'd know I was coming back the next day. So I oh, uh, and they they get the milkshakes ready. Absolutely, they get the milkshakes yeah. ready. They, you know, I could I, the night before I could hear them collecting together pennies 
to get that milkshake. I don't think they're that much in the States. It's probably probably getting free with practically anything at McDonald's now. I went to a McDonald's. I can't remember which country I went to at McDonald's and they didn't serve milkshakes. What would that be? India? Which is crazy. No, it wasn't India. It was somewhere in Europe. But if you don't serve milkshakes at McDonald's, what's the point? What's the point of a McDonald's? Yeah, well, they're no Happy Meals either. I think it was Eastern European, so there probably weren't any Happy Meals. (laughs) The McDonald's I went to in Croatia had a no guns sign on the door. I remember that. But you know when when you do that with a shop and everyone just ties up their dog outside? Well, they're just a crap load of oozes and things just outside the door. Yeah. There must have had some sort of falling down type incident of, of going in when breakfast, wanting breakfast at 10.31 when it finished serving at 10.30. <laughs> and, and do you know in, uh, in France, they serve alcohol, they serve beer at McDonald's. Of course they do. Which is bizarre because they, they don't even like beer, but they've finally made McDonald's good in my eyes. Well, they try Other to... than the porridge. They tr- <laughs> and do you they, think? But they, they try to, they try to um, become more... Francophile, don't they? Uh, McDonald's. It could, it, that's where the McCafe thing comes from. Try and appeal to the oh, French. So they actually populace. invented that in France. I don't they? know if they invented it in France, but there's not a McDonald's that looks like a McDonald's in France. They're all more McCafe style outlets. Anyway, so we uh, how, how do we get onto this? I don't know. How did we get onto this? Send <laughs> us in your your McDonald's facts, uh, listeners. <laughs> I think we've exhausted them, to be fair, but maybe there are some other gems out there. So basically, basically, I went on, I went on holiday and I went for a couple of runs, and that really is it. And did you feast down while you're out there? I, it's very impo- It's very difficult not to enjoy the American delicacies of pizza and beer, and that's pretty much what I stuck to. You know, when in Rome. What I think. They've got a lot of them. Mexicans amazing. Oh, yeah, I did have Mexican ones there. Burgers are fantastic. Things like pulled pork. Yeah. For anything that's unhealthy, they absolutely smash it. And is San Diego known for anything in particular? Being the home of Anchorman. Is he? Yeah, yeah of course. They've probably got a museum, I'd imagine. Well, they've got the NBC uh, building there. Okay. Is that where various, he... various cutouts of him around the place. Was he a presenter of NBC? I can't remember the film that well. Yeah. Okay. Ah, and do, do you think there's a lot of pride about that? Um, probably not. So that's all you've done the last few weeks? A few runs? Have you got anything coming up? Uh, you oh, know, I've, got anything coming. I've got loads coming up. Remember, my hip's bad. I've got this problem oh. with my hip, haven't I? So th- that's a good thing. I, went out, I actually went out for... That was the first time I'd run in, in a while, and my hip didn't hurt straight away so you're gonna dive straight back in now or are you being a bit sensible no i'm actually i'm actually gonna go and see someone about it now <laughs> so i've got to the point where i thought i'd leave it and hope it would go away by its own accord but now i, I do actually need to see a, a consultant or something i've got i've got a discount if you want it that what do you mean you've got a discount for six physio for six physio really yeah with genuine they, they maybe they can sponsor the podcast 15 percent off for life i need to give you a card though I'll, um, there's, there's a code they're going to create for us. I won't announce it on the podcast. <laughs> you just announce a random code. <laughs> because, yeah, I think, I don't think they'll be that happy, but I'll post it in the Facebook group if anyone needs some physio or sports massage. Wow. Um, what, is, this, is this an official bad boy running discount? It, it's not exclusive to bad boy running, I wouldn't say. But that, who cares? Irrelevant. Irrelevant. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. need to be exclusive. It doesn't need to be exclusive. Is this the first benefit of being a, a do-badder 
cash benefit. The first, it's definitely the first cash benefit. There's a lot of benefits. <laughs> There's a lot of disbenefits as well. Yeah, there are. There's a lot of burdens. But I'd also say that just the confidence being a do-batter gives you. That is a, a massive benefit for people. And, uh, and, and also the insight, obviously, the insight. It's good but, to know when you're in a room with other do-batters. How do you know? Well, surely you'll be doing the do-batter salute. And that is can't. true. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't settled on one yet, but we might be having T-shirts. T-shirts, T-shirts. These have been the long-promised T-shirts, but our, our aim is, firstly, we were looking for them to be sustainable. We wanted yep. to make sure that they were fair trade. And yep. we needed to make sure that they didn't contravene any practices uh, that meant they were made in illegal factories or you know, poor working conditions. But we wanted to make sure as well that they'd be fantastic in wet t-shirt competitions. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's quite a hard balance I just, to make. I, I wonder what the ratio of men to women are going to be wearing these t-shirts and that coming back to haunt you as a comment. <laughs> I'm, well, you're wearing a white t-shirt tonight. I'm just trying to visualise that now. <laughs> Do you want me to accidentally pour a strawberry milkshake down? <laughs> well, we, I was wondering whether we should announce that we're going to have t-shirts because... We haven't got it up and, re- and ready and, and loaded on the website, but then oh, I thought... Oh, let's, 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 let's have a bit of bravado here and a bit of daring do. Yeah, let's just say they're going to be ready by the time this podcast comes yeah, out. Yeah, we've got about four months given our, our current, <laughs> current rate at which we load these up. But we think we might have one or two T-shirts. Um, well, there's, we've, we've told the Facebook group that we're doing T-shirts and people have started voting on wh- what their favourite designs are. So I think the obvious ones are winning through so far. Um, the main one being the the problem with run, with running clubs is they're full of runners. That's a great one. But um, was there anything else that was in there that struck you as this could be this could be a winning one? I think I think there is a triathlon anti triathlon t shirt to be had, but maybe not maybe not right away. I think we've got a we definitely need one that calls out do badders. Yeah. So we're definitely doing a, a, a do better one. I mean, they're going to be quite striking. I mean, who, what other what running clubs or other race organisations have red? Don't um, doesn't fetch? Aren't they? Aren't they in like a red colour? What's fetch? Fetch everyone. I've never heard of them. Haven't you? What do they do? It's a. Uh, it's now owned by Running World. Runners Running World. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Runners <laughs> World. Um, it's um, it's a website that. Uh, Basically, it's like a giant online running club. Oh, um, I've I'm, never, you never I've heard of it. No, really? never. What would how I would mean, I? It has, have... it has this, again. It has the thing. They all wear like vests and stuff, and they all it has a load of resources and a load of like tools on there. So uh, tools where you can yeah, just standard tools that other people have. But I think it was one of the first to do it, and it's like a proper community. And they share a lot of routes and have forum. It's it's almost so, like almost like an online magazine, but also a community that was that was there for a long, long time before maybe some of the other magazines started doing it. And I think that's one of the reasons why Runners World bought them. I can't believe there's a whole website like this that I've not been spamming for years. <laughs> I can't believe it either. Yeah, I, I see is... a lot. Of, I see a lot of these uh, a lot of fetch runners at um, at ultras. And other things. I don't think they have a particularly ultra ultra runner base or anything like that. I just think it's one of those ones where they have quite a big community and they're quite well known to each other. I thought yeah. they, I thought they were better known outside that, but maybe they're not. 
well, it's, like when, the hash. it's like the hash, I suppose. But hash isn't known to anyone outside of hash circles. And the police, yeah. <laughs> well, we thought if we had a T-shirt that actually encouraged do badder behaviour or do badder spirit, that would be even better. So that's what, idea, yeah, that's what a T-shirt should be about, social conditioning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, <laughs> we were thinking one way to do that is to have the leg on the back and it says something along the lines of, you must be shit, you're behind the do badder. And then it's got bad boy running on the back. I thought that's quite good because that um, it's incredibly rude, but at the same point, fairly entertaining. And by, the great thing is, it's, it's one of those jokes that you never you never have to witness because it's always going on behind you, and it also encourages you to absolutely leg it at the beginning of races so that everyone has to read that t-shirt. If only, if only you could repeat your feat of uh, leading at the start of the London Marathon with that t-shirt on. Oh, maybe, maybe, I, should, maybe I will. Do that do is a, well, Cliff Bar said they'd fly me out to Boston to do it there. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they'd probably want me to have a, a Cliff logo. But that's the beauty of it. I have it on the front, and, <laughs> and Cliff are there thinking, oh, wow, he's representing. <laughs> How amazing is this? They've got no idea that I'm just... <laughs> Absolutely taking the piss out of everyone behind. What I like about this idea is that depending on how good a runner you are, the more people you offend. I mean, someone like me, I've probably probably offended about four people in a race. But there's probably someone who's going to look at you, look at your body and start crying. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to think, he's right, he's right, god damn it. But I think we're definitely going to have the... Well, do you think we should put that on the back of the other shirts or have that as a shirt in itself? No, I think that's, a, I think, I think that's probably a technical shirt, isn't it? Because you'd actually wear that to a race. So I think that's... Yeah, I think you probably have like Bad Boy Running Logo on the front, that on the back, Bish Bash Bosh, yeah, People Offended, nuts. Mission Accomplished. <laughs> and then another one, I think, I think the other one will be the quote about runners on the front and then a Bad Boy Logo on the back. Yeah, yeah, nice. So we, we're gonna we've found a, a website. We haven't fully committed to it yet, but it the the way it works is we load up the designs and then they send it out to whoever buys. So I think we've got to put the order in within a time period. So we'll, we'll yeah. probably run it for six weeks or so. Yeah, there's like a campaign or something. So everyone buy. You know, there's a limited number of t-shirts. Um, if you want to buy it, you pay for it, and then they all get shipped out on a certain date. Yeah, so we'll we'll put that together, and it will it will I'd almost I'd say almost certainly be up and running by the time this podcast 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 comes out. And but of course, if you are a bad boy of the month, you'll you'll get a t-shirt of your own. You don't have to worry about buying right? one. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. We've only awarded one bad boy of the month so far. Who was that? Oh, was it the guy? <laughs> the guy who it... you went for PB? Yes. At Park yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that Josh, Josh, Josh Stevens? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, that's Bad Boy of yeah, the Month. Yeah, he's our Bad Boy of the Month. We will, sure. we will be doing a, a proper Bad Boy of the Month each month. And so, actually, if you have nominations or if you think you deserve the Bad Boy of the Month accolade, then please write it in the Facebook group. But to absolutely nail on a nomination for this, video or visual evidence of your Bad Boy activity is perfect. And I think as well, we can nominate people. Um, I mean, I, I reckon a, a Robert Mugabe wearing one of our T-shirts would be... Oh, I would can be see that boy. happening. That would be bad boy. Exactly. He would love it. 
I was going to say, we could definitely have a competition. Once you've got the Bad Boy t-shirt, the best person wearing a Bad Boy t-shirt or the best location of you in a Bad Boy t-shirt would, yeah, we, we'll have to have some sort of prize based on that because that's going to that's gonna be stunning work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there, and if, some people have designed some t-shirts on in the group already. There's one, uh, there's <laughs> one by Josh, by bad boy of the month josh stevens where it's got a cheesy picture of my face on the front and then just fuck you down turn the back <laughs> i think there's a whole there's a there is an entire new merchandise or li- <laughs> series about you and anti-filipino activity he's i think i don't know the filipino flag but I, i'm looking at it it looks as if the entire um tracksuit is a filipino flag which i think in fact I'm going to have to buy this. I don't know how. I don't know if it exists. <laughs> the only trouble has got my face on it. It's pretty weird if I've got a T-shirt of my face. I don't think and anyone that knows you would think that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> the, zip, the zip cuts right through it as well. Just chops my head off, which is probably what the Filipinos want. But, um, but you've, you've, you've probably gathered we're doing a bit of a roundup this week of the last, uh, the last couple of months or so. And the Filipinos seem to be. Seem to, why does it, it seem to have escalated? I don't know why. It might have been. I think it might have been related to the interview with Pete bringing it bringing it back up again because, as he said, some of the BBC footage has been taken down, leaving only one video of you shouting "fuck you, Dante" and a load of <laughs> remarks from the Filipinos. We had an entire. Actually, when you weren't watching, we had an entire thread about ways that you could almost escalate this by taking part in uh, marathons in Manila. Um, wearing, uh, I think I was suggesting wearing a sandwich board with uh, <laughs> <That's brilliant. laughs> like John McLean, John, John McLean, John McLean, John McLean, yeah. yeah, in the Die Hard with a Vengeance, and walking through uh, walking through that popular Filipino festival in London. I don't, I can't remember. What it's it was the called. one in London. We've yeah. got to do it. I said, yeah, you need to get up we on stage. To, <laughs> we have to get, and I, I've got to take on. I've got to challenge them all to to press up competitions and lose to them all and then like swear at them really pissed off but fuck you Dante fuck you because <laughs> um, Tom uh, Tom Nash has found an obstacle race in yeah. the Philippines and he was saying I should go out there wearing uh, some kind of top uh, fuck you Dante top or, or similar and, and properly gun it out and try and try and see if I can do well and hopefully, if I can do well, and they give uh, let the winner give a speech, I can then just go out there and be like, "Fuck it!" <laughs> really cause World War Three. Oh, I like the way that it's got past the stage now where you've decided to take it to the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the new end of a marathon. I mean, <laughs> that is saying a lot. Oh. I, do the Philippines have a marathon? I bet that sucks balls as well. With Manila, Manila Marathon, isn't it? That's going to be awful, isn't it? Manila, filthy, um, by all accounts. Is is that their slogan? <laughs> the filthiest marathon on the planet. <laughs> You'll keep running. <laughs> but- I think Claire Danes. Claire Danes um, filmed a, a movie, and she made some comment about Manila being the worst place she'd ever live, and that irked pretty much the entire nation against her. So Claire Danes. They they hated her now, and you're the new Claire Danes. Oh wow, we need to get her on the sh- on the podcast <laughs> somehow. I bet she's on Twitter. She must be. I bet she is. I'm going to reach out to Claire Danes and and see do some, if she's your, got some any of your advice. famous Facebook stalking. 
Oh, yeah, don't. I mean, she's so high profile, I'll be able to find her details in a flash. I've already got a mobile number. If you, don't, <laughs> you don't see that as a challenge. You're, you see that as an Oh, yeah, the more famous, the better. <laughs> well, it, the good thing is, the, um, the laws in America don't stretch to the UK, so I'll be, uh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But uh, Th- Thomas Bloggs has done some research. And he's found out that the, the Filipinos are actually fighting a war yeah. at the moment against a group called the MILFs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know for a fact that any enemy of the MILFs is your enemy. <laughs> exactly. You are, you are the Stifler's mum's lover of MILF lovers. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, what, I want to go over there and join them in their fight so I can be, like, guts deep in MILF. <laughs> That's never going to make the edit, is it? <laughs> but I think we found, I think we found a new... We probably should research them a little bit, just in case they're horrible, horrible people. They're probably like the equivalent of Islamic State, and we're having a big old joke about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll find out if, hopefully they're they're really lovely freedom fighters, kind of PLO type people, who actually have a genuine cause. Um, But this could be our calling. We could be the, the MILF lovers of the world. I don't know. I don't really know how to react. I, don't, I, I find it very difficult to comment on an armed insurgent group <laughs> whose politics we know nothing about. <laughs> I mean, statistically speaking, I mean, what, what percentage of armed insurgency groups tend to be good guys? <laughs> I don't know. It depends. One man's, one man's freedom fighter and all that. Yeah, it's another man's MILF. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. If you can combine a MILF and a freedom fighter, that's, that's a beautiful thing to behold. <laughs> but we've, we've also had another, another request, another suggestion, is that um, one, of the, one of the listeners, one of the do-badders, has found a Filipino dating website. Oh, my God. And he suggested that maybe that's the way to, to win them back, just one Filipino by one, and uh, you know, win over their hearts and win their minds. So I think. I'm sorry, sorry. And how are they going to do that by you dating them? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is even yeah. worse. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I haven't mentioned this to Claire yet, uh, my, my missus, but I think she'd be. Oh, I take, think she'd be got, fine. You've got to take one for the team. You've got to yeah, take one I think for so. the team. Everyone. I think so. And maybe, maybe she's allowed on a website, a dating website, to make up for it, so we're even. We're, 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 who would you choose? What website would you choose? I think we should let the listeners decide. That's a good one. And maybe, actually, I wouldn't even bother bothering her yeah. um, by telling her that we're going to put <laughs> a profile up on this. She is a listener. Well, she says she is because she's going out with you. And this will be the test to whether she really is. If, right, basically, actually, by the time this comes out, this profile could have been up for a couple of weeks and been getting uh, getting responses. So... So yeah, we need to we need to get some uh, suggestions as to. Uh... Believe me, with some of the photos I've got, it's going to have some amazing responses. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. She's a very good girl. She's never sent me any naughty pics. Very disappointed. Very disappointed. But um, right, so we we need we need a, a listener to step up and take some responsibility for um, for setting up Claire's profile on a dating website. 
<laughs> I'll um I'll go for the Filipino dating website myself, and um I think if there's any, if I'm hoping I can just put the fuck you Dante video straight up as my <laughs> as my intro. <laughs> no, no other real explanation. I think that's. <laughs> Just leave it blank. <laughs> See video. That's just the description. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it's gonna have a picture of you, me. You, you might try attract some slightly passive aggressive people. With that <laughs> I, I think I'll Photoshop myself into the tracksuit top that, that Joss has created with the Filipino flag on and the, the fuck you down to. So I think this this could be. Um, this could be a winning, winning uh, challenge, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I think that's good. But um, some other big news. I mean, we we haven't really talked about running yet. So I thought, Which, given... To be honest, it's a little bit too early based on a normal episode. So That's true. It, it is a little bit too early. But the what we know our listeners really want, I, I have uh, two big stories on it. One of them, obviously, Chakademus and Prize. Oh, what Chakademus and Pliers? Well, actually, I, I prefer Pato Banton news, but in the absence of Pato Banton news, I'll go yeah. for Chakademus and Pliers. We're short on Banton banter, at the moment, <laughs> I'm afraid. We've got... Well, you, you for one, you, you found a Spanish version of Baby I Love Your Way by Big Mountain. I told you that they... they from San Diego, Spanish. Yeah, but you found the video in Spanish. Yes. Fantastic. We're, we're going to post it in the Facebook group. I don't know if anyone wants us to do that, to be honest. <laughs> we, the thing is, what we need is we need... We've, we're getting T-shirts. We're, we're trying to come up with the official Do Badder Salute. We've got a name for, for the people within our tribe. But what we don't have is an anthem. Yeah. And we need an anthem. Ooh, Baby, A Lovely Way is a good song, but is it the anthem? Is it the one yeah. that we serenade each other with? We need our... But, I mean, how do you choose between Chakademus Suppliers, Pato Banton... Big Mountain. There are some big. There's there are some, some big decisions in there. There are some big decisions. But but this might sway your vote, or it might sway you against them. Go on. So have you ever heard of the song by Jackie Demon Suppliers, "Murder She Wrote"? No. You've not. Murder She Wrote. Ba ba ba. Long 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 long. Murder She Wrote. I think it goes something like that. It turns out that song, which um, <laughs> I can't remember why I was going on. I was looking at Jackie and Suppliers on YouTube, and that popped up. And I thought, yeah, I probably should listen to that song. It's all about abortions. What? It's a political statement about abortions. Doesn't that blow your mind? Jackie and Suppliers. These are big guy, big you know, big player politicians. And they do it right. Yeah, it's like finding well, Eddie Grant. We know sang about um, apartheid. One of my favourite songs of all time. Give me hope, Susanna. Yeah, that's good. That's a good song. Yeah. Chakadism Pliers. Murder She Wrote. Apparently that's what you say about someone who's been having a few abortions. Um, the Vapors, turning Japanese, about the uh, Sino-Chinese... Uh, no, it's about wanking, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? Turning Japanese was, yeah. What, why is that about... I can't, I can't remember the rest of the lyrics. I'm turning Japanese. Makes me think so good. What's the, what's the next one? Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese, I think I, I really think so. I've got your picture inside my mind. Why are they turning Japanese? Because you... I'm starting to get that one very well. Wow. 
So we need to, uh, the listeners. If you know any other reggae songs, not not not, not that that's reggae, ones. but if songs that have another meaning that you didn't know about. Yeah. That yeah. Aren't, this is. I mean, this is nothing to do with running. We have <laughs> we have gone so far away from running. It's incredible. <laughs> but I don't know why. I think. If you hear Do we things even like talk about Chakademus implies that that much in the in the podcast when we were talking about music. I think we mentioned them you mentioned them like once. Well, I kind of think if you're mentioning Chakademus implies, you're kind of talking about Apache Indian or you're kind you of know, talking You haven't mentioned Apache Indian before. You're bringing mention- Apache No, you're bringing Apache Indian up for the first time. Boom shakala. Wine your body, will go your belly. I mean that that is one of the greatest songs of all time, <laughs> from one of the greatest films of all time. What film is it from? Oh, it's from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. yeah. But, radio. Um, Who needs a radio? <laughs> <laughs> now we do have some properly big, big news. We know that our listeners feel our pain, and they've been hit hard by the news. That their favourite podcast, their second favourite podcast, hasn't made it through to the final of the running awards. Terrible. 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 Travesty. Now, thankfully, the running awards, like many, many other people, clearly don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so Good they've job. agreed to let us do a live podcast from the running awards. Not only Ooh. this, they've said they'll give us a special room backstage. Free tickets, like for the dinner, we can get Pete along, Pete from Mud School, to help out with the technical filming. And we can then do roving reports of the of the awards and the dinner. Now Do you think they might at some point someone might listen to the podcast, especially all the ones where we're slagging off the running awards? <laughs> oh, I hope so. I mean, maybe he's just a really disgruntled employee who's thinking, oh, you running, <laughs> running awards? I'll show you. I'll, I'll get the bad bombshell into, or, may, or, or maybe it's just a trick. Maybe we'll turn up and they'll be like, "Your your name's not on the list." Oh yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? They um, or maybe they're thinking, you know, all all uh, all PR is good PR. Oh yeah, We're, that's I I definitely encourage that. Or they're gonna say, okay, of course, you know, we've got that. We've got your table here. Sit on this table with them. Um, the uh, Manila Marathon and the Edinburgh <laughs> Marathon. <laughs> oh my God! We've got if, if Edinburgh Marathon are up for an awards, that is going to be incredible. <laughs> they won't be up for an award, surely. What we what we do is I'll I'll ask them even if they're there. I'll go and speak to them, and as I ask the question, when he starts answering, I'll just start booing at someone in the background. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about sorry about the background noise, everyone. <laughs> What, what, really strange. what you do is you'll find out the table in a marathon and steal all their water off it. And say, <laughs> now you know how it feels. That's a great idea. And then turn and them away. And the halfway through the night, tell them that they've got to leave. You know, if they get an award and they're walking up, we just <laughs> redirect them out the door. <laughs> but we need some ideas of what we, you know, what we should wear. Any ideas on um, how we could... Create a little bit more controversy. Well, how we say. could spice things up, because we, we've already had a discussion about what we're going to wear, and I'm categorically saying that I'm not, I'm not blacking up under <laughs> any circumstances, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> so that is, that is not a possibility. Now, I've checked. Gary Bushell isn't presenting <sighs> this year either. Who is, is... It's not Mike Bushell again, is it? He's back. What? He is back. 
I honestly think that we could do a better job. Oh, well, that's we. Of course, we could do a better job. Well, no, uh, yeah, well, obviously we do a better job, but they don't know that until until <laughs> we take over. Without I, mean, them I, th- I think we could do a better job of nearly every award show on earth, <laughs> other than maybe Ricky Gervais at the uh, the Golden Golden Globes. Oh, it's funny. But um, yeah, we need to. You need. To, we need to get some bad boy running ideas, and maybe we should try and try and sneak some in. We should. We should find a uh, fire exit. Leave oh, it it'd be good to have a a bad boy flash mob. What we need it when I, I don't know if if the listeners have seen the Brit Awards that much, but I'm sure there was one amazing Brit Awards where Eminem played or the MTV Awards, and he comes in. And he's he's dressed as Marshall Mathers in his jeans and his white T-shirt, and suddenly there are hundreds of them, all with their blonde, oh, yeah. dyed blonde hair, and they're all walking down the different um, channels Files towards the stage. Yeah. yeah, and maybe we should create a bad boy running equivalent of that. What we need, like I said, what we need, we need like a proper bad boy salute, like Black Panther style, so we know yeah. that we can identify with each other. Well, everyone yeah. dresses up as Dante. Oh, that would be great as well. Yeah, although I think um, a lot of our a lot of our listeners are too muscular for that. People wouldn't uh, people wouldn't recognise him. <laughs> so yeah, we've got the running awards coming so, up. Yeah, which, when is the running awards? I don't even know what, what the date is. Really. It's it's uh, a couple of days before the London Marathon. Oh, is it that early? Yeah, but I mean, for that, that's perfect for us because it's not like we're running London post-marathon to surplus so i'll be massively back on the source and we will know we'll know quite a few of the sponsors there and i'd imagine some of our friends like Susie chan um she'll be probably on there as a oh yeah a lot, a lot of the bloggers blogger. and stuff there, yeah. yeah absolutely so um we can probably co-op some people too i think it wasn't the other suggestion is that we refuse to interview any winners <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. We only we only interview the losers, and we ask them really negative questions, <laughs> and encourage them to slag off all the winners, and and to question the validity of the awards. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get them to list all of their favourite podcasts, and they never mention us. No, yeah. well, well, that would probably happen anyway. To be fair, but... <laughs> yeah, we'll try and pretend that we've uh, we've co-opted that. Yeah, yeah. So send in your ideas. I think there's a lot of groundwork we can do there, particularly as we're going to have this this private room out back. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Su- you seem to be suggesting we do something with this private room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's rather sinister. Maybe we have our own awards. <laughs> we have our own awards in there for all the losers. All awards. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I'd love to see us get evicted halfway through. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that surprised. To be fair, so we've had some. Um, we've had some people in the Facebook group come back about the heckles they've experienced. So, uh, and this, if you if you haven't listened to the episode, um, I think it was episode twelve. <laughs> episode twelve. Oh no, day twelve wasn't it of the twelve days of Bad Boy Christmas, and it was related to some of the heckles that some of us have experienced, although you've never experienced it on a on a race. Yeah, we've had quite a lot of people have been heckled, it seems, um, but none of them as bad as your milkshake. No, no one's had a milkshake thrown at them. Well, we've had David Bas- As- Asbury. I was calling him Asbury, but we're well, sorry about that, David. David Asbury, he, um, he said that he's actually heckled the crowd before. 
which I think is pretty bad boy. That is bad boy. He wasn't, he wasn't impressed enough by the amount of applause they were giving him for finishing. So, uh, yeah, he started berating them. He said, come on, guys, cheer me, cheer me, cheer me! And, uh, yeah, they got some... They got passionate about him, and uh, I think that's great. I think you should do that to people just when you're out on your jogs. Not when you're in a race, but if you're, if you're just running along a street and people aren't giving you enough appreciation the fact you're running, ask them to cheer you on. <laughs> I think people would. Hold people to account. Why aren't you cheering me? Yeah, I, and I think forcing high fives, all those things. It works well. <laughs> forcing high fives? Well, lifting their hand up to meet yours. <laughs> <laughs> While running past, Absolutely. <laughs> Now, we've had um, a friend of the show, Bonnie. She's had someone throw at her a pepperami. Oh. I think that's pretty good. That is quite good. And uh, he said, Way, what a piece of my sausage. <laughs> Way. That took some poetry. That took some pre-thought. It's a white van. The people in white vans seem to have the, uh, the monopoly on these Do, sort do of people comments. in white vans... Are they just constantly eating? <laughs> absolutely. I think like, it, it tends to be tradespeople, and this is a, a, a massive generalisation, but this is based on the fact that I've driven in vans with a lot of tradespeople. So my, my dad's an electrician and you know, worked in building trades and stuff like that. Yeah. And it does seem to be literally filled with wrappers of, of Ginsters and Pepperami and crisps and McDonald's. <laughs> it, it does seem to be just a permanent... The, the van doesn't actually contain any tools. It literally yeah. is the discarded <laughs> cartons of fast food. <laughs> um, I can't remember if there are any other heckles, actually. I think there's some more in there, but um, maybe not that many that, that spring to mind. Now, we've had, uh, we've had one bad boy, uh, Eddie Simmons, who has been inspired to take up 5K running. And he's, uh, he's training for a PB. He's, he's, he says he's... Um, this doesn't sound bad boy so far. Someone's taking running seriously. And it's training that's, for it. That's true. It sounds, that sounds very good, boy, to be fair. But I, I like his approach. He said, um, I realised the other day that I made a serious error in terms of training. Good lad. I'm a new runner, so I'm just building up to 5K. And, uh, well, I googled standard 5K times and only just discovered that I've been aiming for sub-world-class athlete pace for the last three weeks. <laughs> now, I want to know how he's done that. When he says he's been aiming for it. <laughs> well, I'm missing it massively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. Every morning, he's like limbering up outside. He's like, right, okay. 12 minute 5K today. Here we go. Here we go. I was only at, I was only at 28 minutes last time. But, uh... <laughs> he's just, really, the only difference is he's running exactly the same 5K, but he's just feeling more despondent at the end of it. <laughs> But maybe, maybe it's a case. He's thinking, if I could get through 100 metres at this pace, maybe next week I can do 101 metres. And next week, and in five years' time, I'll be able to do this. What? Yeah, what effect is that? I, I don't know, I quite like that. I quite like the idea of just like looking at a time and going, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, if you look at, 12 minutes or 15 minutes if you've never run before you don't know no. so what what is it explain to me i don't know this what is a sub world class athlete pace for for, for a 5k i don't actually know it's, it's got to be 12 minutes i'd have thought 12 something does that sound about right 12 minutes maybe 13 i'm trying to think of um i mean the fastest people i know 
a running 14 minutes. I don't think, what would Ben Moreau be on? He's maybe, he's maybe done a 13-something. Uh, but, our, I mean, our club record's in the 14s. Is it? Okay. And there's some pretty quick guys. Wow, that is quick. Yeah. And you're, I mean, you're doing, you're doing sub-five-minute miles, quite easily sub-five-minute miles. Um, yeah, is, is it on, has it come up on Google? I mean, what would Mo Farah do? can't remember. I think he's 12, maybe like 12.50. Mo Farah 5K lap times, here we go. 5,000 metres, isn't it? Yeah. This one here, we're 1257. 1257, wowzers. Two, uh, 2011 set a new British national record of 1253.11. Wow, I mean, so that's, that's crazy quick. How many laps would that be? You're looking at 12 and a half laps. So, wow, you're looking at like 60, 64 seconds a lap. Less than that. 62 seconds a lap. Wow. So that, I mean, that's insanely quick. So how close, Eddie, how close were you getting to, the, to this time? <laughs> <laughs> I just I love the idea of how, how far outside you were. Or what, happened, what was the effect of it? Was it, was it just you, you collapsed after like a, a, a 1K or something like that because you had an incredibly fast first K and then it all went downhill? And, and, and in a way, the fact that he's training for something like 5K being quite short makes it so much worse. If he was training for a marathon, he might have been able to you know, do 400 metres at least at that pace. But the, the speed they've got to do here, if you're running 62 seconds a lap, um, I, could, you know, I could do that one lap, two laps maybe. Uh, maybe not even two laps. That's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, I like that. I like the... I like the... The loftiness like, of that goal, even though it was unintentional. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think that's the British way of doing things. <laughs> What's that? Run 5k? Sure. What's the world record? Let's have a pop. How hard can it be? Now, we've got a, we've got a, I, I understand you've been having regular updates on the Beer Lovers Marathon. Oh, yes. And so, of course, this is the first official Bad Boy Running approved race that we've uh, we've put our stamp on our stamp of approval although they don't know that <laughs> why would they and it's the uh, the, uh, the the beer lovers marathon and uh, i've been paying attention because what they've been doing is over the weeks they've been releasing the different trappist beers available on the on the race how many are there one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen different ones and so is that, is that the total now, or is that... No, that's 15, and they've, re- they've released uh, 12, the names of 12. Okay. Not that I've heard of half of them, but yes. So, uh, so let, let, let's go through some of these. So we've got Curtis... Carling. C- Carling. <laughs> Stella. Stella, yeah. Curtius. Lechouf. We said that we were going to do a, an episode in French, and we will do, but this is going to give you an indication of how bad the episode's going to be. Crane d'Orge. Saint Nitouche, Chime, Collier. Oh, they got Chime. Yeah. Cool. Is, do, do Chimes do anything weaker than seven <laughs> percent? I don't think any of these. They're all trappists. They're all really, really uh, high in everything. I tell you what, I'm worried about. So <laughs> everything about the race. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Medoc? It's, it's all wine, and I'm not a big fan of wine. But as far as I know, and this shows how little I know about wine. I don't think there's a huge range in strengths of wine. 
if you run in and it's a 10% or it's a 14% wine, it's not going to be a huge amount of difference in a couple of mouthfuls in the impact. Whereas beer, because of the quantity you have of it, the difference between a 4% and an 8% beer, I mean, that could be knockout. It's the so, viscosity of it as well, I think that's going to be an issue. Like wine is, you know, even a heavy-bodied wine is still, you know, not that far off a medium or, a, or sort of a lighter wine in terms of, like, the effects it has, like you say, after a couple of mouthfuls. But you've got to chew your way through a shimmy yeah. uh, at some point. I mean, I've not even heard of this. Elphique saint Fulion. Warsage, Val Dieu. Do you think they've made up all these brands <laughs> and it's just it's just Carling with a nice label on because they've run out of money? I think most of, a lot of these are like hundreds and hundreds of years old. Not the actual beer themselves. <laughs> I think the uh, they're, yeah they're just using it to get rid of uh, get rid of old beer. So do you think they're going to be you're going to they're going to run up and you'll you'll run up and they'll pour the beer and then you have to wait twenty minutes to let it settle. To let the sediment go down and not sediment, sediment. Sorry, I can't speak today. Uh, well, this is going to be, it's going to be incredible. Well, we're, we're trying to encourage people to come. We know quite a lot of the do badders are coming, um, but they tend to be our friends rather than do badders who aren't connected but to all. Us. T- wait a minute, wait a minute. All do badders are our friends simply by the fact they've been do badders. These are just people that we've met earlier. That's a good me. point. That's yes, good. Do badders that we've met before. Yeah. And so, uh, well, we're, we're, I've agreed to stay in your room, haven't I? In your... Oh, have you? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Why? Is a space still available? It's not, um, just, it's not just for two, by the way, this room. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's happened before at Medoc. So. We have shared, a, we did share a room at Medoc. Well, I think we've still got four or five spaces left in the room how many people go, go in this room how are there still four or five spaces just because everyone <laughs> no wants to go in the room is the is the, the easy answer <laughs> so we've got um, in fact we have Florent coming from uh, from France so we do have a Frenchman amongst us who can help translate but we I think we've got a hundred or so people down as coming currently I uh, know 50 people coming are they, if you're one of those 50 people, can you please say that you're coming on the uh, tick coming rather than thinking about it or whatever is on the event, uh, on the event that uh, David set up so it doesn't look like it's just me and David and a load of people pondering it. Well, we'd encourage everyone who, uh, if, if you've never met any of us before, this is a perfect opportunity to do one of the greatest races on earth and do the first one of them. Because... Well, we're, we're assuming it's going to be one of the greatest races on earth. I mean, even if, even if the race itself is terrible, it's going to be one of the greatest experiences on earth. It can't go wrong. I mean, we're, 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 start, having... we're, we're pretty much starting from the moment we set foot in St Pancras, to be honest. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Saturday afternoon train, um, straight there. So plenty of drinks on the way. Get out there, even more people joining us. And we'll just be on it from then on. And that's the thing. If the race, they've just got to have beer and everything else sorts itself out. It doesn't matter if it runs out of water like Edinburgh. It doesn't matter if they if you go the wrong way or because we'll be in a big group and all drinking beer. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait. So get on the Facebook group. Um, it's on under the events of Bad Boy Running. And I think we've put the the hostel name and also the train that we're taking. But feel free to get there and figure out any kind of logistics you uh, you fancy. Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you want to be an early scouting group and uh, get there and find out the best, 
essentially what the best Irish pubs are, because that's pretty much where, <laughs> where you end up, isn't it? I mean, it's definitely an event not to miss, because if you could have gone to the first Medoc, you'd be absolutely... You'd be dining out on that talk, uh, that story, every single week. And this is your chance to do the very first one. It could be it's the only one. Something like this. Yeah. So <laughs> Hopefully not as a result of our uh, involvement. <laughs> but one thing, one thing is, one thing we, we still haven't worked out is what our uniform's going to be, what we're wearing. I, I just think Dr. Evil is so good. I can't see how we can get anything that tops that. One, because it looks amazing and it's so distinct. But also, because no one knows that he's, he's from Belgium. Probably not even anyone in Belgium. <laughs> He is to Belgium what Borat is to Kazakhstan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hated. <laughs> Vilified. And I, I just think en masse, 50 Dr. Evils would be genius. And if people bring their children, mini me. <laughs> yeah. But, but then what we need, we need one guy who's Scott. Yes, and we can all go, Scotty, no. <laughs> He's just really pissed off the whole time. Maybe we get Dante to come and dress him up as Scott. That'll work well. No, no, it's going to be good. Now, um, tell us about the Running World saga. Oh, yes. So we've gone, from, we've gone from the sublime to the ridiculous. So, you know, running is a quite an expansive subject. And so you expect, you know, there's, there's, there's different launches happening every week. People launching different websites, different podcasts, some more successfully than others. And so I got this press release through, because I still, I still get quite a lot of press releases through, from a, a new magazine launch, which, yeah. in running terms, is weird. I mean, who, who is launching new magazines, especially one, you know, if it's in a sort of a niche area, growing area, something like yeah. obstacle course racing or something like that, you can understand it. But a general running magazine. Um, if, and it was, if anything, you could, see, you could see some of them going out of business. Absolutely, soon, absolutely. I mean, even, you know, main, all the main magazines are, are sort of, sort of struggling anyway that generally mm. with the with with print and don't write in and say that they're not because they are so i was slightly surprised to find that this press release comes through for a magazine called running world well that's not how you found them to begin with is it yeah yeah it's the same press release to me announcing i thought it was because of the article no no they sent a press release and now yeah and it turned out it didn't turn out to be a press release it was actually a pitch for advertising so they sent a press release dressed up as a, a, a pitch for advertising, dressed up a press release, saying that you know, they're being released in these different things. And um, have a look at the website. We're going to be you know, fresh new content, challenging you know, status quo, all this other stuff. And so I thought, oh, I'll go and have a look on the website, because that's odd. And I clicked on the website. I thought, oh, that's odd. It's <laughs> a picture of David on there. <laughs> like the same picture of David running the Afghanistan Marathon that was in Runner's World. And this well, is I- in a thing called Running World. Well, I actually fine. went back the week after. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Just did exactly yeah. the same race and covered it for Running World. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I thought, yeah. okay, well, maybe maybe they've syndicated this this image. Maybe Afghanistan Marathon has, you know, they've, they've had these photos taken, they pushed out. And I started reading the feature. I thought, that looks very similar to the, <laughs> to the picture that David wrote. <laughs> and uh, it see, turned I... out that they just copied, copied your entire feature. And in fact, looking through most of the articles, they just ripped pretty much features from lots of different magazines and posted it as their own. But it's bizarre. If you're going to rip off anyone, you'd have thought the one website you wouldn't rip off is Runner's World. (laughs) The one that's most closely associated with a huge legal team. I I thought, is this some clever marketing ploy by by Runner's World? Is this like a 
sort of a cheaper brand type thing because you know it's, it's quite a ballsy thing uh, but it's not it's not at all it's a genuine magazine trying to muscle in mainly by syndicating content which which has appeared in other rival magazines it's just the weirdest thing i just i couldn't believe it and when they said they're going to shake things up what did they suggest any new ideas or did they say no. how they were planning to do that no no, no it just I, I when i looked at when they, this this press release came through it was like it just there's nothing different about it. It just didn't make any sense as to what, what it was doing, which is why I looked on it in the first place. And how much would it cost Bad Boy Running to be the sponsor of every page? At the moment, I think it's pennies. Let's have a look. Let me have a look at the, at the new launch, Running World magazine. Running World is the new bi-monthly magazine covering all aspects of running. Broad. Bi-monthly as well? Yeah. From fitness, health and nutrition advice, new products and a comprehensive events guide for the whole family. Question time with industry-leading experts and exclusive announcement from leading associations and clubs. Pretty pretty broad, then. Yeah. Print the... runners, 11,000 on sale from Derek Smith. Digital circulation, 18,000 runners and race organisers. First issue goes on sale 1st of May. We're currently putting together the first issue. Maybe we can, uh, we can edge our way in there. Well... I'm not so sure. And they're looking for some bad boy writers? Well, they were looking for some writers, but I, I sent them an email, as you, as you well know. Because <laughs> 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 I was slightly miffed about this, and I thought, well, let's, let's wave a little bit of um, intellectual property law under their, under their noses. Yeah. So, uh, so I wrote back to the person that wrote to me. Do you want, do you want me to read this? Yeah, absolutely. This guy's called Simon. Dear Simon, I have just received your announcement about the launch of Running World magazine. I imagine this is going to be a competitor to the long-established Runners World brand. It sounds like you have a number of articles and features lined up to compete in this space. One thing you may also want to consider is a good intellectual property lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) If this was part of your team, you would currently be aware that the content you currently have on your website has been stripped from Runners World, presumably without their knowledge. If you are some clever marketing-inspired spin-off, I retract all of this. I've clearly been taken in by some achingly crafty marketing. Now... I'm no cheerleader for Runner's World. Don't read it, can't read it. I find writing about running is a lot like dancing about architecture. Unpalatable. Although I do know a few members of staff who I'm going to have a laugh with about this later when I tell them. What does worry me is this. The Afghanistan article you have on your website with an image of my good friend David Hellard. As it stands, you have used part of the feature he wrote for Runner's World and even a picture of him. Now, David doesn't want for much. He has simple needs. He actually likes it when his photo <laughs> appears as many times as possible. It's difficult to annoy David. Very difficult. Except in one situation, which always sends him into a hate-fueled rage. Yes, you guessed it. It's when his intellectual property is infringed. I mean, who doesn't? Now David, in his enraged state, I'm literally having to contain him in a padded cell at this point, wants to know how this is going to be rectified. If not, he'll have to release his Samoan lawyer onto the case. And if there's one thing you don't want, is to have your day in court with the Samoan. Now, I'm not making any specific suggestions, except to say that David has a Swiss bank account and an insatiable thirst for luxury ski goods. Could you please advise your next course of action and help me out so that I can calm a very angry David? Thank you, Jody, representative personal attaché to David Hellard, www.calmdowndavid.com. There's a few questions leading up. Why have I got a Samoan lawyer? Oh, because uh, Hunter S. Thompson had one. Did he? Yeah. Well, he didn't. No, not really. He wasn't Samoan anyway. I think he was just Mexican. But he kept calling him Samoan. <laughs> I wondered. I wondered. I, I wondered whether he's going to pick up on that Hunter S. Thompson reference. Nice. And I also gathered from that that you you couldn't read. Yes, no, I couldn't. 
No, no, no. I'm saying that I can't read Runner's World because it's it's unpalatable. Oh, okay. I like Runner's World. Oh no, I like Runner's World really. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. It seems that I'm I'm being an intellectual property lawyer at this point, <laughs> which I'm gonna I, I will send them an invoice at some point. So, um, have they responded? Yes. <laughs> what did they say? I got a response back, um, which was you know it, it was actually an invitation. So this is a this is a good one. This is from this Simon guy. Turns out the Simon guy is not actually like an owner of the thing or an editor or anything else. Yeah. Starts off promisingly, mate. You are one funny guy. I don't know whether he's being sarcastic or not. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're one funny guy, and I've entertained a few hardcore sales reps here. I'm at the show tomorrow and Friday morning at the Excel. If you'd like to like a coffee, now. I have no idea what he's talking about at this point. I think he fancies like, you. I'm like, what What show? I have no idea what show he's talking about. The... Stand oh. LB1361, feel free to bring David. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's dodgy. Well, at first I don't know what show it's talk- he's talking about, and now he wants, yeah. he wants to see both of us. I've passed this on to a director so he can respond to you. No one's responded to me. And then he says something very odd. Yeah. Personally, being the relentless and quite ruthless salesman that I am, I will rape, pillage, and plunder this industry in about five minutes, regardless of content or no content. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's ambitious. <laughs> it is ambitious. Well, that's about as much as I can do right now, apart, apart from to say that we're employing writers, so do send me details of anyone you know. Smiley face. Look forward to our coffee, kind regards, Simon. Now, okay, so that's nice that you know, he responded back to me and everything. Um, yeah. Clearly he didn't have an answer for it, and he's clearly just a sales guy. But then I thought, you know, I'm at the show tomorrow. What show is he talking about? So I look yeah. it up. The triathlon show. <laughs> Could there be any worse olive branch? <laughs> so he's going to launch. They're launching their running magazine at the triathlon show. Yeah, there was, there was some, like, I don't, I don't think it was a running show. It was, if it's a triathlon show, it's certainly not a running show. It's obviously a, a show dedicated to... Uh, it's probably, it's probably like a joint, joint accountancy show or something like that. <laughs> oh, wow. I want to meet this guy. So I reckon we should invite Simon to the running awards. <laughs> I do. <laughs> just get him to sit on run, Runner's World ta- table. <laughs> <laughs> get him to collect the Runner's World awards. And then, and then go, oh, sorry, I thought you said Running World. I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm raping and pillaging at the moment. <laughs> I think I think we need to involve him somehow. He could he could certainly sponsor Bad Boy Running. I mean, very rarely, sure. very rarely have I received an email where where the phrase rape has been used. Well, n- you've received letters though, haven't you? <laughs> I have to, you. but but I, it's, it starts off quite a you know quite a nice response. But no, of course, no one no one's responded to me. And why should they respond to me? I'm not I'm not a lawyer. How how do they know though? I, I think quite an easy Google search can pretty much prove that I'm not a lawyer. That's true, actually. If they, if they Google search you, they'd find an acting CV for... <laughs> they go, this guy! He's done so much! But he's not had, he's not had enough stage ultra marathon movie. <laughs> Although, the key well, thing is... We key need... thing, I did, I, of course, I did a law degree, so I, and intellectual property was a large part of that, so I, I do actually have intellectual property law understanding. I think it's time to flex your muscles. I think I should. Maybe Absolutely. I should put the system on trial. Or how about we just get a bad boy running column? I, I don't. <laughs> um, no, I don't want to lend them our audience. Our audience no, do better than that. The do badders okay. deserve better than for us to dilute ourselves by going off to a, a, a second rate spin off of Runner's World. That's true. Which is that's a true. second rate spin off of Runner's World US. <laughs> Ouch, that's got to hurt. That's got to hurt. 
Well, having said that, my article for Afghanistan runners world US. Thank you, thank you. Oh, that's why I said it. That's why I said it. They obviously, obviously <laughs> like helping the needy. Although I am, I am just about to pitch to them the uh, the beer lovers marathon as an article. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I might pitch to Running World now. <laughs> say that there's a competition between you, vying. Say I'm... Get them to bid for each outbid each other. It's yeah. a good the idea. New, the new kid on the block, they, they want a piece of me. We've already got a piece of me via you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Running World would just say, why would we pay for you? We'll just wait a couple of weeks and we'll publish the one Runners World did. Now, talking about triathlons, Boom. we've had a... Uh, I think, you know when um, nominal determinism proves itself again and again and again? Yeah. Well, one of our listeners has admitted that they had, they, they'd won a place on a triathlon. Why would you win a place unless you've entered it? That's all I say. Why would you win a place? <laughs> no one just gives you that unless you've, unless you've committed some sort of sex offence. Unless you think... Unless there's some account, that accountancy age gives them out, possibly... Free oh, counted of the year. <laughs> counted of the year. Yeah. But maybe he he applied to the competition so that to stop people doing oh. triathlons. Oh, I like that. So he didn't want it anyway. But he's his name is Justin Wheeler. Oh, now, he's a little bit more bicycle than we like generally. Yeah, exactly. He can't escape. What <laughs> he's he can't escape. He's his saddled future. with it. So he he's, is <laughs> literally saddled with it. Absolutely. So he said he can't do the triathlon, but he asked in the Facebook group if there are any keen do-badders who are prepared to admit swimming and cycling too. Admit too, sorry, swimming and cycling, and whether they'd want his place. So, I mean, for one, the balls, the balls to offer out triathlons in front of you in your own group. I know. But also, we've had, uh, within about two minutes, one of our listeners, Scott Seafelt. He was like, hell yes, please. So I think we need to give some conditions for which the only way in which he's allowed to get this place is if Justin says he has to do whatever the conditions are. Yeah, absolutely. So one of them, I think, to prove that triathlons are just cycling races, you have to swim with the bike and run with the bike. <laughs> I think that would be quite funny. <laughs> but can you think of any other... Um, any other things they'd, we'd, we'd have to get Scott to do? Because I know Scott pretty well, and he'll, he'll, get, he'll go for it. He's, uh, he's up for a laugh. I think he's... What, what do you have to wear in a triathlon? Um, can, you wear, can you wear whatever you want? Can you have a, like a T-shirt on? Well, I know you don't normally wear T-shirts. You normally wear those stupid outfits, don't you? The stupid triathlon outfits that they, they make you wear. But you, they're not standardised, are you? You can wear some element of customization for that, can't you? Well, I don't know. Do you have to wear a? Um, are you allowed to wear a swimsuit, or do you have to wear a water suit? I don't know. It's like that giant mankini type thing they make you wear, isn't it? That's a sort of a cross between. I don't know. You look like yeah. some sort of Turkish wrestler in it. Well, I do. So, so, so you're thinking that we? He has to wear something. Sandwich board. <laughs> He's definitely got to swim with a cycling helmet. Absolutely has to. But he's not allowed to cycle with one. <laughs> Transitions, he, he takes needs, it He off. has to have a bell. He ha- the one thing that he does have to do is have a bell on his bike. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's got to be one of those ones that's you, you don't, you've got to, 
Oh yeah, you go. He does a proper ring, 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 ring. Yeah, <laughs> and he, and every every time someone over you overtake someone, or you, or someone overtakes you, you you have to ring it. Oh, and every time you turn left or right, you've got to put your arms out. You've got to, you've got to do it. <laughs> when you slow down. You do, you've got to use the the cycling code. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else we can. What do people do? Gels and stuff. You've got to you've got to swim with a water bottle as well. A bladder. I don't know. Do what. I don't know. I think we're, we're dedicating too much time to this. That's true. What? So the rules are, you've got to swim with a bike. If that's not allowed, you've definitely got to swim with your helmet. Clothes, what are we thinking, JD? I think at least, okay, maybe you're not allowed to wear a t-shirt or something, but certainly for the run, you must be able to wear a do-bad a t-shirt. Um, yeah. Possibly with the, with the comment on the back, you know, your shit, you've been overtaken by a do-badder. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. I think... Any downhill on the bike, you have to free will and go, Wee! <laughs> I think Wee! putting a basket on the front and putting a baguette in it would, yeah. would be a good idea. So they need a basket, they need a bell. And a bell, and a bell. So we just need the right bike for that. And then you have to run with your bike. That again, that's difficult. I, in the transition, no, I think that's in the, fine, isn't in it? In the transition area, ask people. Just keep asking questions for different people. I don't know, <laughs> that's, that's supposed to be where it's chaotic, isn't it? We just sort of stumble about asking questions, saying, has anyone got a map? Or when someone's coming in and putting their shoes on, start putting their shoes on as well. <laughs> just get yeah, onto oh. a completely wrong bike. Just keep going to the wrong bike. <laughs> <laughs> or just get completely naked, really towel dry. You know when you do that towel dry between oh, I the know. legs? I know. Yeah, I know exactly You've got to do mean. that foot thing. Up, foot up on the saddle. <laughs> <laughs> really get it dry in there, clean as a whistle. Yeah, what is that? Why do people do that in the gym? That doesn't... Yeah. People it tends re- to be Germans. <laughs> do you not how do find? You, how do you know they're German? Well, I used to, I used to live in Germany, and they did it a lot. So, uh, but maybe it was Brits in the German town I was living in, potentially. But So, so Scott, we need some footage. Not of that bit. If it's of that bit, make sure it's the right angle. But we need some footage of this. <laughs> Especially running with your bike and swimming with your helmet. And the freewheeling. Free that would be good. Freewheeling free- and, the, and, the, and the bell, definitely. Yeah. Got, you know, there's, there's so much opportunity. The problem is that there's so little proper sport in, in a triathlon that it's very difficult to, to do it, you know, swimming and then cycling. And then you actually get to do the, the part that, you know, matters. Yeah, and with a bike. So, um, well, I think that's I think that's a fairly exhaustive roundup. <laughs> I think so as well. We just, we've just basically gone through a list of the people who we're enemies with or going to make enemies with. <laughs> <laughs> I would do a recap of things to send in, suggestions, but we've got some T-shirts designed. If anyone knows Claire Danes... Claire uh, Danes. Phone number would be good. Then uh, I think that's about it. Sign up for the Beer Lovers Marathon. It's going to be incredible. And one key um, thing, yeah, one key thing we uh, want to do is uh, if you could go onto iTunes and actually hit subscribe. We want as many subscribers as possible. Um, so hit subscribe and make sure that you get all the episodes as they are pumping into your ears. And by the time you've, you're listening to this, we will have a link and we'll post it again when this comes out for you to be able to to buy the t-shirts give us some ideas for what you want us to do at the running awards we're fairly game because we we realize we're never going to be invited back anyway so we might as well go out in flames (laughs) in the first first invitation perfect 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, any other ideas? Uh, JD's just put a Facebook um, question saying, what do you want us to talk about? What issues do you want us to discuss? Or anything, challenges you want us to do? Any issues you want us to research? Anything like that, let us know. We're game for anything. I think that's it, man. Brilliant. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks, do badders. And uh, we need to we need to come up with a phrase that we sign off with. Uh, something like "Go forth, do badders, and do bad." We'll work on it. We'll, yeah. we'll have it well, for yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cut out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> See you later, do badders. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.